and sit down. content talk that's the only show that cuts through the glam the glitz and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find well um mr gates mr gates is uh in trouble is he not uh matt gates is uh under some sort of uh sexual misconduct investigation which he in turn is claiming that um is somehow you know being forced upon him unlawfully in some extortion case and it involves uh, supposed sexual contact with a 17 year old girl um whoa whoa the things these republicans get themselves into folks um <laughs> the, the things these politicians in general get themselves into always in some sort of odd uh situation where it's like what are you doing with a 17 year old girl dude what's the point i don't know what the point is maybe it's sincere maybe it's not it's not uh my place uh to make any judgment on it not because judging is wrong that's stupid but because i don't know anything about the particulars so we'll see but um as I'm sure, you know, many, many media corporations are busy, you know, kind of pushing your little moral buttons. I'm not going to do that tonight. I'm going to um, take a look at a book that deals with this topic and deals with um, um, kind of how sex is this dirty thing to humans. Um, now, obviously, you know, I'm not condoning any misconduct, but as I said before, I don't know that there was misconduct. The story just broke today. I don't know, as I'm recording this, maybe 10 hours ago, nine hours ago. So there's no way for me to know. Um, this will probably go up at the most in a couple days, so it will still probably be fairly um, uh, timely. But just in case it comes back that he did do something, I'm not trivializing that. Um, I just don't know. And... Um, as I said before, uh, there's so many through points with these sexual scandals with these politicians that it's worth taking a look at it. That uh, maybe we can gain some insight into why these uh, particular things occur and why they keep occurring and why they seem so um, almost a normal thing in society now where you see these politicians getting into whatever sex scandal for whatever reason. Um, so this book is an interesting book. Um, it gets, it, I think it goes places that normal books wouldn't. Um, it's called The Human Stain, and it's uh, by Philip Roth. Um, and I think what it really articulates is the human desire for purity. Um, it is a relentless desire um, that involves the hatred of the self. Uh, I've talked about that. I'm not going to talk too much about it tonight, but I, maybe I will a little. Um, it encourages a uh, kind of complicity to sexual norms. Um, it is very heterosexual. It is very um, patriarchal. Uh, I 
I did a show on patriarchy. I'll probably do another one. Um, so when you put people in these kind of boxes, these restraints, um, they tend to act like animals do in cages. Uh, very, <laughs> you know, unsatisfied, very, you know, traumatized, very devastated, very unhappy. And um, it, it, they're able to hide it as long as they're able to hide that part of themselves from the society, right? Uh, but when they're not able to, then it's, it, you know, and, you know, when these people get caught doing these things that are illegal and, you know, in some cases, maybe just flat out wrong. How did we get to that point? How did we end up in a point where this this uh, had to happen is really what I'm trying to get at here. Um, sexual abuse is disgusting. Uh, it's a very real problem. I think you're going to see more and more uh, victims of sexual abuse coming forward. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, politicians, famous people, popular people going down this this road, uh, this route, uh, because <laughs> I think it's way more common than people realize, um, and it's you know, it's uh, just in the culture. Um, men try to dominate women. You, you, as I said before, you heard the president say it on national television. And it's not that every man does it, but it doesn't have to be every man. All it has to be is a few um, influential people in high places. And that's one thing I hope you take away from every episode is that it doesn't have to be everyone. Everyone doesn't have to be a racist. Where did you get this notion from? I, I know where you got it from. You got it from right-wing media. But not everyone has to be racist for it to be a problem. That's not necessary. Not everyone has to set out to uh or, or sexist or whatever you know not everyone has to uh, set out to commit a genocide but genocide still happened nonetheless because a few people get in high places and um use laws to attack their foes and sometimes they're attacking their foes for things that they do themselves as we saw uh, with the case with the Hungarian politician who was far right and anti-gay and was found having gay sex, or at least bisexual sex. I don't know the, all the particulars, but I know that there were men there. And uh, what's that all about? Now uh, we see Matt Gates. What's going on? You know, is he is he trying to help this person? How come he, you know, how come we can't bring this out in the open? And this is what he's trying to do. What? Why is this popular grown adult hanging out with a child in the first place? What's the point? What's going on? So people want to know. Why do people want to know? People want to know because um, it's it's unprofessional. And it's disturbing, and it makes people uncomfortable. And in general, 
in society, we have decided that that sort of behavior is wrong. And so there's a, there's a bit of a social contract there that goes along with the territory that says that you have to behave a certain way in order to receive all these wonderful things that you have. And then there's the other end of it that's um, saying, well, is there anyone out there who can do it? Is there, are there people who are capable of reigning in these desires? I think so. I think they're out there. I just don't think that you're going to get them uh, wanting to be popular. It's like me. Like, I don't care to be popular. So I, I say things that other shows probably wouldn't go there. And, you know, so I lose popularity. But it's okay because that's not the point of my show. My point is to be the antithesis of popular people. And there's always a market for that. So it's not like I'm a lonely duckling or anything. It's just that it takes more time. That's a conscious decision I made. Well, you know, not not conscious because we don't have a conscious mind. No one's been able to map that out yet that we know of. But in what we call consciousness, I said to myself, you know what? I could do X, Y, and Z, but I'm going to do A. And it was my decision. And that's another important point, right? Because this is such a multi-layered subject. You know, can a 17-year-old girl make a decision to hang out with a guy in any way at, at that age? I don't know. So I'm going to read um, this brief excerpt from um, what's called The Human Stain, and it's by Philip Roth. We hadn't had a season like it since somebody stumbled upon the new Miss America nude in an old issue of Penthouse, pictures of her elegantly posed on her knees and on her back that forced the shamed young woman to relinquish her crown and go on to become a huge pop star. 98 in New England was a summer of exquisite warmth and sunshine and baseball and summer of mythical battle between a home-run god who was white and a home-run god who was brown. Talking about Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. And in America, the summer of an enormous piety binge, a purity binge, when terrorism, which had replaced communism as the prevailing threat to the country's security, was succeeded by cocksucking a virile, youthful, middle-aged president and a brash, smitten 21-year-old employee carrying on in the Oval Office like two teenage kids in a parking lot revived America's oldest communal passion, historically perhaps its most treacherous and subversive pleasure, the ecstasy of sanctimony. In the Congress, in the press, and on the networks, the righteous grandstanding creeps, crazy to blame, deplore, and punish, were everywhere out moralizing to beat the band, all of them in the calculated frenzy with what Hawthorne, who in the 1860s lived not many miles from my door, identified in the incipient country of long ago as the persecuting spirit. 
all of them eager to enact the astringement rituals of purification that would excise the erection from the executive branch, thereby making things cozy and safe enough for Senator Lieberman's ten-year-old daughter to watch TV with her embarrassed daddy again. Oh, no! It's weird. It's like, why is there a ten-year-old watching uh, C-SPAN? Shouldn't they be uh, at school? I don't know. Weird. No. If you haven't lived through 1998, you don't know what sanctimony is. The syndicated conservative newspaper columnist William F. Buckley wrote, When Abelard did it, it was possible to prevent its happening again. Insinuating that the president's malfeasance, uh, what Buckley elsewhere called Clinton's incontinent carnality, some hefty language, and now you see the right has done something which you could make the case is much worse because 17 in the mind is a lot younger than 21 in the mind and this is why i'm always telling you you really shouldn't moralize so much because you know it comes back to bite you in the ass anyway moving on might best be remedied with nothing so bloodless as impeachment, but rather by the 12th century punishment meted out to Canon Abelard by the knife-wielding associates of Abelard's ecclesiastical colleague, Canon Fulbert, for Abelard's secret seduction of and marriage to Fulbert's niece, the Virgin Eloise. See, this is a long history of weird sex stuff in politics just how it is. Unlike Khomeini's fatwa condemning to death Salman Rushdie, Buckley's wistful longing for the corrective retribution of castration carried with it no financial incentive for any prospective perpetrator. It was prompted by a spirit no less exacting than Ayatollah's, however, and in behalf of no less exalted ideals. It was the summer in America when the nausea returned, when the joking didn't stop, when the speculation and the theorizing and the hyperbole didn't stop, when the moral obligation to explain to one's children about adult life was abrogated in favor of maintaining in them every illusion about adult life, when the smallness of people was simply crushing, when some kind of demon had been unleashed in the nation. And on both sides, people wondered, why are we so crazy? When men and women alike upon awakening in the morning discovered that during the night, in a state of sleep that transported them beyond envy or loathing, they had dreamed of the brazenness of Bill Clinton. I myself dreamed a mammoth banner draped didactically like a Christo wrapping from one end of the White House to the other and bearing the legend of a human being lives here. It was the summer when, for the billionth time, the jumble, the mayhem, the mess proved itself more subtle than this one's ideology and that one's morality. It was the summer when a president's penis was on everyone's mind, and life, in all its shameless impurity, once again confounded America. And that end sentence is essentially why I decided to read that passage in the first place. It is so true. Life confounds Americans. Doesn't it? 
these bad things keep happening over and over and over again in these high political offices and it is obvious that there needs to be more oversight and yet we do nothing and we are so shocked every time it happens is that really being honest folks maybe it's time to just demand a better candidate maybe we need people who aren't millionaires who aren't uh, used to this kind of, I don't know, high partying lifestyle, whatever they've got going on. I don't know what's going on. And it's very secretive, whatever it is. Everything's all secret all the time. Why? Why can't people know? Why can't they be honest? Is that really someone you want representing you? I think if we just had a little bit more honesty, these scandals would stop. And I think that instead of wondering only about ourselves, which we should do, we should ask ourselves, why aren't we asking for more oversight? We should demand more fucking oversight from these people. And we should actively seek that out. All right, everyone, thank you for joining me here tonight on More Content Talk. If you like, you can click on that uh, little microphone button, and it will take you to the Anchor site, and you can go ahead and support this show. We would really appreciate that. Also, you can check us out on our YouTube channel. You can see the live videos there. It's uh, More Content Please, MCP. Uh, the channel is now More Content Talk, and you can also check out our website, which you can find on the Anchor page as well. All right, everyone. Um, Oh, and check us out on Twitter. Join us. Uh, it's more uh, content underscore. It's more underscore content PLS. That's it. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful night, morning, day, afternoon, whatever it is. And uh, remember, it's cool to be pure, but not so much that it drives you crazy and makes you do weird things with young girls. That's just a general rule I'm throwing out there for everyone, okay? Stay stay away from young women. There's there's plenty of older women that are your age. Okay, I'm done. Bye-bye. <laughs>